gentlemen, never mind the echo of the song you just heard. It is I, your girl, Cresta Star, with the one, the only, Nick Tanner Bobana, and it is Gaming Gone Weird, episode number 24. <laughs> 24 is a good number. I like that number. 24. What's my favorite number? I love four a good is? number. Yeah, four. Okay. Okay. Respect, respect, respect. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here for Black History Month, Weird Gaming News, and is with an incredibly heavy heart and sadness that today is my last episode. Um, okay, I'm not gonna cry, I'm not gonna pull the jewels. I'm bombed, I'm bombed, we're bomb. It's gonna be a bombed episode. I mean, we gotta keep our spirits high, man, but we're just, it's it's a tough day today. She was just- I express- even wear makeup. She was expressing today, guys, this is like her baby. Like, the put the. I want you guys to realize before we get into the show, the work that Cresta puts in definitely doesn't go unnoticed. And she puts in a lot of emotion and a lot of work and a lot of stuff for you guys, man. So um, it's going to be a sad day for sure. I'm definitely bummed out. I mean, I'm happy that our surrogate, Nicholas Tana, is going to be here to take care of my gaming gone weird child. But um, I'm very sad. It has been an absolute pleasure getting to know you, Nick Tana. Oh, I'm not gonna cry. I'm yo, I'm a gangster. Gangsters don't cry. <laughs> Gangsters do not cry. As a thug, it's a manly tear if you see one. Um, but no, like this has been a really nice experience. And oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> say, it, say it with your chest. Come on, you're good. You're good. This has been a very um fun experience and i'm happy that i got to do it with you nick tana and jules and jimmy if you're watching thank you so much for the op- come on Cressa, get it together keep it together thank you so much for the opportunity because um it feels good when you bust your ass and you get to see something to fruition with cool ass people but enough sadness come on we got cody rose ah, a man. man tough up tough up there we go she's okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's ready now. <laughs> That's energy. That is energy right there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. If you are having a good time and you want to send us your well wishes or send Nick Tanner as well, because it's going to be Nick Tanner here with you next week. And I don't know, Nick Tanner's mom, baby I Tanner. I would, I, I would love doing a podcast with my mom. That would be great. She Can you imagine like baby, baby <laughs> pictures of me and stuff? You guys get to see me youngin and stuff. <laughs> you try to explain to her mom, these are what games are. She's like, oh, all right. Anyway, this is of you holding your football. Right. <laughs> right. So, well, like, so like Pac-Man, right? Like that's what we're talking about, Pac-Man. Very that. Yeah. Very that. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and send us super chats if you're having a good time. The super chat should be down there in the dollar bill banner. Let us know if you're having a good time. And also, do not be afraid to send us over a KYN chat. Any dollar amount. Get your chat read live on air. And you just go ahead and we keep a little bit more of... Sorry, let's try that again. Head on over to KYNchats.com. Send us a super chat, humper chat, whatever type of chat there. Any dollar amount. Get your amount read on air. And um, we keep a little bit more of the proceeds. Jimmy's happy. I'm happy. Nick Tan is happy. Nick Tan, are you ready to get weird? I'm ready to get weird. I'm excited to get episode 24 kicked off for you guys, man. We're going to have a great episode, a lot of stuff to talk about, and uh, it's going to be a good show. Good show for sure. Hell yeah. Kick us off with the question of the day, Nick Tanna. Let us know what's up. I would love to, guys. You guys, this question of the day for episode 24 is, what was your guys' favorite game released this month? Anything. There are no right or wrong answers. Let me and Cresta know. There are plenty of games that came out, and... Let us know. I think Harry Potter came out or Hogwarts came out this month. Atomic Uh Heart just recently came out. There's a lot of really good games that are released this month. So let me know your guys' favorite in the comments below. If you guys are watching this now or after the show, any answer is valid. No wrong answers. Nick Tanner, what was your favorite show? I'm not show, geez. What was your favorite game that was released this month that you feel like, wow, yeah. This month, I had to be Hogwarts. Hogwarts definitely took the cake. Um, I've been playing nonstop. I'm about like 30 hours deep into the game and the way that you could just explore the castle and the side quests and the, the stuff that you could get with the characters and the, uh, the dialogue and stuff, everything just ties together so long. And like the, the things you could do in the game from, uh-huh. uh, taming beast, collecting field guests, uh, quests, stuff like that. Um, the side quest, the classes, uh, flying around, flying, flying around on your broom. There's just so much stuff you could do. Like I, it doesn't like, 
I, I have to focus on the main quest, but I can't focus on the main quest because there's so many side quests, so much stuff you could do. You'll definitely get lost in the world. And oh, they did such a great game. They just did such a great job with the game. I'm I just... see everybody and their mom literally playing Harry Potter Legacy. Oh and um, I'm not going to hold you. The sun has set for me. I used to be a big Harry Potter fan, but now I'm too old and cynical. <laughs> what how, what house are you, though? What house are you? This is the real question right now. What house are you? Last time I took one of those tests, I pulled the Harry Potter. I was like, please not Slytherin. Okay, 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 okay. Like the sorting hat said Slytherin. <laughs> That's all you need to know, y'all. That's all you I need to know it. about your host of the show. <laughs> I tried it for a second time, and it was like, you're getting Ravenclaw Slytherin. That's it. That's oh it. Oh, my god. That's man. it. So I'm I'm somewhere between the two. I don't want to be a Slytherin. However, as someone who's an avid fan of the books, the name Slytherin only got tainted after Voldemort. Slytherin was a, he was a very inventive guy. He would find a means to win when they created the houses. Right. I get it. I get it. I get it. There's Got another you. comparison here, but I'm not going to make it because I don't want anyone to feel like I'm being inappropriate. Right. But I it's like it. when you take something really good and then someone uses it for something really bad. And I was like. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is I need all my Hufflepuffs to stand up. Your leader, Nick Tana, <laughs> is here. Rise! Hufflepuffs rise. We are legit. We are here. Hufflepuffs stand right here, man. I will lead you guys to victory. All right. You don't lead you somewhere. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what your favorite game that's come out this month was. I don't even, I haven't played any new games this month. You gotta I get think, on it, Krasno. I think Darkest Dungeon 2, that demo had a grip on me, so I ended up just playing Darkest Dungeon 1 oh, again. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be on Game Pass, too, the first one. The first one's gonna be on Game Pass, oh. so I'll be able to play the first one finally after we talked about it on the one show. I was like, oh yeah, now that it's, it's so on here, fun. it's time. It's, time. it's frustratingly fun. Frustrating. That's fun. how I was. I saw it on the Game Pass, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's time. It's time to lock in. Oh, baby, it's time. And it's time, baby, for the news. So quote Mark Henry, it's time for the news. Yes, sir. Da, da, da. Ladies and gentlemen, our first news topic is Microsoft signs a 10-year contract to bring Xbox games to Nintendo this month. Um, on February 21st, the president and vice chairman of Microsoft brand Brad Smith announced that a deal was signed to bring Xbox games to Nintendo consoles over the course of the next 10 years. The announcement was made on Twitter and calls out the title Call of Duty. This does, however, come off the fresh heels of the Activision um, merger, Microsoft Activision merger. This is the, uh, the post that they put on Twitter saying Microsoft and Nintendo have now negotiated and signed a binding 10-year legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo players the same day as Xbox with full feature and content parity so they can experience Call of Duty just as Xbox and PlayStation gamers enjoy Call of Duty. We are committed to providing long-term equal access to Call of Duty to other gaming platforms bringing more choice to more players and more competition to the gaming market. Again, this does come fresh off the heels of the Activision Microsoft merger, where a lot of people, including PlayStation, was very worried that with all of this happening, that a lot of their games would just would close off the market. Nitana, what do you think? That was a lot of information. Um, but do you think this is a W for um, Call of Duty players especially? Do you think this helps Nintendo? Or do you think this is just smoke and mirrors for the Activision Blizzard, I mean, Activision Microsoft merger, so they won't say, well, we'll give you Call of Duty, leave us alone. I like the deal, obviously. Me as a gamer, personally, putting my personal feelings into it, like I mm -hmm. feel like this is very good that uh, for people that do not have an Xbox or a PlayStation, they can only afford a Switch, that you can play your favorite game if you do yeah. love Call of Duty onto the Switch. Take it on the go and whatever you want to do. Um, I am very happy about that. I feel like in somewhat, games should always find a way to meet that uh, that medium as a gamer, but obviously business is business. Yeah. Uh, my only thing is, it's just like Sony, where's the, where's the phone? Where's the phone? Like, obviously the Nintendo's out here making moves. They're trying to make alliances. They're trying to get it together to where like, this is just the beginning of just like a hey, call of duty. Like that's one game, but down the road, it could be a little bit more than that. They're trying to make, they're trying to make amends to that versus like Sony. They're just off doing their own thing. They're being the bad guy. And, that's the only problem I feel with that. Um, but also, it is very cool. I am excited to see Call of Duty on the Switch for people that can play that. Uh -huh. I don't know how many people will be on it for the Switch. I mean, obviously, if that's the only console you have, that'll be cool. Um, I don't know how the Switch will be able to run it. I think the Switch, out of all the consoles, has the least perform, like has the most performance problems out uh -huh. of the ones that I've had. 
but they'll probably find a way to uh to make it to where people can play it on there and try to uh, <clears throat> do that so i do think this is a good idea I am not a fan of Call of Duty. However, like you said, you t- you hit the nail directly on the head. If you don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox, all you got is a Switch. You might have gotten it for Christmas. Some titles are unavailable to you, but that's across the board. Mm-hmm. I also agree with you in the sense of I think that all games should be on all platforms, but that's wishful thinking. You know what yeah, I mean? I wish, I, wish I, could. I wish I like we could all play the same game. Any game I like, but obviously business is business. Yeah, they have and you want to keep your proprietaries to yourself. I get that. But what I don't get is like to me, you get more flies with honey than vinegar. I don't know if you ever heard that saying. Mm-hmm. Like if you so it's like if you do uh more flies will come to you if you give them a sweet deal rather than give them the, the vinegar will kill them quickly. But who going right. to go around some vinegar? I'll go around oh. some honey, but I'm getting trapped in the honey. You know what I mean? Right. It's So yeah. to me, it makes sense to make it where it's cross play and everyone can play. You and maximize your profits because right. everyone can get on the game. I can see that from a publisher and developer standpoint. Yeah. But from a proprietary standpoint, like from Xbox, PlayStation, even Nintendo, I just want you to buy my games. You yes. know what I mean? And I it kind of sucks because the player is the one who loses out i think this is a good idea it's a great step in the right direction i just worry again like i said at the end if this is smoke and mirrors and all we're gonna get is call of duty and then activision and blizzard if, it, and Microsoft if, it's, is just, like, if it's just call of duty that's gonna kind of stink um mm-hmm. i don't like i feel like i hopefully that it is just the start like maybe they were just like okay well this and then eventually with some of the other blizzard titles because we've seen blizzard titles like overwatch has been on the switch and yeah. stuff like that and they did just purchase um activision and blizzard so maybe it's just the start like here's a little taste of what we could do and then yeah. if like it does well they can uh that's the hope that's the hope that does happen but I mean, you never know. You never know. You never know with these um, video game companies. And a lot of it, unfortunately, boils down to how much money am I making? If I'm not making money, I don't want to talk about it. Right. And I think Microsoft wanted to do this anyway, because like just limiting it just to Xbox. I mean, I think the the sales will definitely go down. Mm -hmm. Call of Duty has been a multi-platform game for years and years and years. And I mean, you can play it on PC, you can play it on Xbox, you play it on PlayStation. I mean, they had it for the Wii at one point in time. So like, I mean, if you want to maximize your profits, I mean, it's just reality that you're going to have to push it out because it is, whether we want to believe it or not, it's still a top five shooter. Yeah, a lot of people don't like it. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's the same game." I've typically grown out of Call of Duty. I've tried. I've I've spent seventy dollars on the last game. I'm like, this is gonna be different. I was like, it's hype. It looks good, and I played it for a little bit, and I enjoyed it. But I just kind of like it's the same. It's the same deal. But if they want to maximize their players, they want to maximize their profits. I think it's best that they do release it on other other platforms. And Nintendo gets a W for this. So especially if they only have a Switch, go ahead and cop it. Let me know. I like that answer. Guys, let us know what you think. Either leave a comment, KYN chat, super chat. Let us know if you think Microsoft and bringing Call of Duty specifically to Nintendo consoles is a good idea. I don't know what what Sony's going to do, man. Like, I just keep on thinking about it because Call of Duty is like one of the biggest shooters. And I don't think PlayStation really has a shooter that can compete with that. So I will say that when it comes to PlayStation and Xbox specifically, Okay, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. This is my tangent for one tangent. Well, a million tangents because this is my last show. I don't care. We we really rage it. We rage it today. Spit it. I will say Xbox and PlayStation, they don't necessarily need shooters because they do have a market on high graphic role playing games. True. So even if you don't have a shooter, and I've heard people complain that shooters are more accurate and more fun on the PC anyway. I don't play it. But I could see that even if you're like, if I'm Sony, okay, you take a call, I don't care. I can get something else because I got God of War. You don't got God of War. I got God of War. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the, I think, are they, aren't they also getting Star Citizen or something? Or no, Starfield. That's Bethesda. Yeah, that's Bethesda though, but that would go to. Star, I don't know. Isn't Starfield? Is that what you're talking about? Starfield? That's Could that. Be. 
I listen. We cover so many games. <laughs> Star Citizen, Starfield, Star Wars, Starcraft. Like, it all just becomes they one. All on Xbox. They bought them all. You heard it here. Creston said they got them all. They got all the games. I got the inside scoops. And if it's wrong, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, some hard subject to change. But yeah, let us know what you think. I think it's. I agree with Nick Tan. It's a huge W. I hope PlayStation has a way to respond, but I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. Right. And even if not, PlayStation's owned by Sony, and Sony does movies. <laughs> you're, you're fine. I, I think that's the goal for the future is take a lot of those single-player games. Like, they're already doing it with The Last of Us, and we saw how successful that's doing so far. Um, the, the Last of Us show has been – it's been doing very well for them. They're already yeah. talking about more seasons, and that's just only going to make – it's, it's going to do a lot more for Sony. And then, like, think of all the other movies they could do that with. They could do that with God of War – they can do that with Horizon. I, a Horizon movie would go like a God of War show or a movie <sighs> would be fantastic. As long as it, I will only err on the side of caution as someone who never read the Walking Dead graphic novel. I was obsessed with the Walking Dead, mm-hmm. but it I'll got to more. a point where I, again, I never read the graphic novel, but it got to a point where I was like, what the hell is happening here? And a lot of people <laughs> said that if you read the graphic novel, it got to a point where it just did like this, too far. I can understand omitting some things because you don't want it on TV, but it went too far away where now The Walking Dead is its own like show and the book is like a reference point, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that would be my only concern. And also considering we know how The Last of Us ends, if you've played the game, at least The Last of Us won. <laughs> You know how you gonna? I've seen I've seen the memes on Twitter, like people like like get crying over the show, but I exactly know what happened. You're gonna it's gonna hit you again. It's like you already know what's gonna happen, but you're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel yeah. it again for a second time. And if you want to feel that for a second time, then... yeah, that's that's the rough part. Like I said, it really depends on how they handle it. Because Walking Dead, they were like Daryl Dixon wasn't even supposed to be there. But they added him for Flair, and his character was so over that we can't kill off this character. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you make things a film or a TV adaptation, you got to change things. Because, like, for example, we're, we're never leaving this topic. That's what it is. Um, for example, <laughs> uh, in The Walking Dead, the novel, the graphic novel, people are like, the governor does some really messed up stuff to people. Graphic right. messed up stuff. And you saw none of that. Negan, you thought him beating old boy's head and with the bat was rough that was light work what he did in the book but they're not gonna show that (laughs) you can't bro you can't you can't so you can only allude to it and the fact that we saw old boy get his head bashed in was the furthest they're gonna go Mm. so again i know how last of us one shakes out so i don't know I've seen I've seen enough gameplay of Last of Us, so I don't know how y'all gonna do that. But if you're talking <laughs> about a season two, or about Last of Us two, or you you're gonna stretch it out so this is like the first forty minutes of the game. I... <laughs> Let us know what you think, guys. We are finally gonna move on to our next topic: Justice Log, Justice Strong, Evo. Blah, blah, blah. Do you know what Evo is, Nick Tanner? Yeah, I've heard of Evo before. It's the uh, I think it's just the fighting the fighting tournament stuff. Yes, it's like the Olympics or the Worlds for it's fighting the, it's, games. It's the, it's the top of the top when it comes to the fighting games and stuff. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. So Evo for 2023 has announced their lineup for um, their tournament this year. Um, it's also known as Evolution Championship Series. Uh, players looking to test their skills can win big later on this year in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay. So, guys, there's a lot of games. Bear with me. Lock in. So the first game, Street Fighter Six. New just came out. That was mm-hmm. going. That is also going to be at the tournament this year. Guilty Gear Strive is also going <laughs> to be there. Shout outs to Dynamic Focus doing the Nest, which is having a tournament right now for Guilty Gear Strive. We have Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. We have Tekken 7. We also have Melty Blood Type Lumina. Uh, I apologize if I um that is not Melty Blood. My apologies. That is King of Thanks, Fighters buddy. 15. <laughs> I it said Melty Blood, but I am dyslexic. Um, Melty Blood. Uh, this is Melty Blood type Lumina, Dragon Ball Z Fighters, which I think everyone loves that, mm-hmm. and Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3, which is a legacy game. Everybody goes to fighting game tournaments to see this game in particular. It is worth noting. That Street Fighter 6 is played on PS4. Guilty Gear is also PS4. Um, 
everything is being played on PS4, as a matter of fact, okay. now that I'm looking at it. Um, Evo said that on their site that all tournaments in 2023 will now feature a $25,000 minimum prize pool, which is great. Evo will take place on August 4th through the 6th at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. You signing up for Evo? I'm not signing up for Evo. I'm absolutely trash. Garbage, Ben. Garbage mountain at fighting games. Um, the only fighting games I've really played in my lifetime was the uh, the little bit of Tekken 3 and then Smash Bros, which mm-hmm. I don't know when Evo is going to bring back Smash or if it's just never, ever coming back. as like Because like if you think of like the top for the best fighting, the best fighting Mm-hmm. fighters are going to be there like in the gaming industry and it's like you're not even going to put one of the top fighting games there i feel like a lot of people do love smash and it's got to have some sort of audience so something something nintendo doesn't want smash to be a competitive a game something something and evo is not run by nintendo is run by playstation or sony or something no it's-, it's not it doesn't have like a backing like capcom will put money in but it's this is community that's okay i've been part of the fgc for a very long time even though okay. people are like oh my god Chris, whatever but like a lot of fighting game tournaments are crowdfunded by the fighting game community okay the fighting game community has a lot of issues but they're very talented and one of the oldest esports communities mm-hmm. uh i think the earliest time where they tried to do something esports was back with um major league gaming if you remember that mlg i participated <laughs> in the mlg <laughs> they tried to do like a fighting game whatever it was and it went left for one reason or another it went left and ever since then a lot of gaming places were like all right we're good you want to act like that we're not touching it okay i got so it kind of sucks but the fact that Evo happens every year despite that is fantastic oh yeah i'm not sure on the details but if i'm not mistaken it's something something nintendo doesn't see it as a fighting game so we i know they've sent cease and desist to smaller tournaments the amount of the amount of times and we'll get back to the turn the amount of times Mm -hmm. i've looked up is like salty smash moments that's the exact time i look up smash salty (laughs) smash uh, salty (laughs) smash like like fights or whatever and it's mm. the it's the funniest thing ever because like you just get the fights and then everybody just gets all mad i love watching people play smash but um in general though like i'm, I'm glad to see evo and all these titles and stuff like that they have a lot of games that are going to be there and i love like one of my favorite things to watch when it comes to a tournament i love watching mm. pokemon for one when it comes to like the card game that's interesting to me but the second um, one would be fighting games i don't really yeah. play fighting games but it's something about watching like one person against another person, mano y mano. You got to read them. You got to make the yeah, right. Yeah, you know reads. exactly what's going on. You don't right. have to guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's like it's like mano y mano. I've always liked those type of games. It's me against you. Like a lot of esports when it comes to like, um, like when it comes to Valorant or when it comes to like Counter Strike. It's like you got five other players. When it's like mano y mano, like one, like I'm trying to. I'm trying to read your mind and make your reads yep. for you and counter you. And I, it's always so fun to watch, bro. I, I'm on the edge of my seat every single time watching those. Like, so yeah, growing up in New York, there's tons of tournaments. Um, they used to play, it used to be this place. I'm not sure if it's still there called Chinatown fair, which they say is the birthplace of fighting games. You could go downtown and see, even if you weren't in a tournament, you can see two people who have clearly been on the sticks for two hours too long and they're beefing with each other watching oh, yeah. old fighting game clips like oh yeah it's competitive it's so it's competitive, so competitive. like you said it's me versus you so if i lose that's me and i oh, cannot yeah. have that and, or if you cheese me out like there is someone who <sighs> i know in real life shout out to sanford kelly i love sanford kelly i don't care people say he's salty i don't care He's a nice human <laughs> being to me. I can understand having passion on the game, but there's a clip of him having this much health, but the other person has this much health. So much, this other person has no health. Like if they get on, they're going to disappear. <laughs> right. That other person with the of health beat okay. Sanford. And Sanford had this one. You could see Sanford's health on the thing. So they cut the camera from the game to them. And Sanford just looks at the other guy. I was like, are you for real right now? That's dude. Those are the best moments, dude. When they, you know the moment, man, as soon as it's over, like sometimes I feel like they don't even care about, about like what happens at the end of the game. It can, like, it's like cut, like, like what's the reaction? And you know, they're just sitting there like, oh, because my. the way he was staring a hole through the other oh. guy, he was like, so you serious? You're going to cheese me out. He gets up and he, the guy says, good game. He's like, 
He gets oh, up and throws yeah. his stick. Yo, that's not funny because Raging at Games is not funny, but that it's was not. funny. Don't <laughs> rage funny. in your games, man. Controllers are way too expensive. The amount of controllers I've broken, man. But, like, <laughs> seriously, you got Not only did he throw his stick, <laughs> but the guy who, who he was facing, after he threw his stick, turns to the camera and goes... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you not you are not gonna find that kind of moment no. in League of Legends, in Valorant, no. in Call no. of Duty, in no. Star. You're not gonna find those type nope. of moments. That not mono, at all. It's that mono e mono stuff, like because it's like oh, <laughs> there have been so many good times or or amazing moments in fighting games that I have been privileged enough to be alive for. Mm -hmm. Um. The rise of Sonic Fox. The Sonic Fox Sonic perfect Fox, lending. I, I, I watched the documentary of Sonic Fox, and Bro. it's what I love Sonic Fox. That's I don't know dude. if you were, you, obviously, you were alive because this happened within the past 10 years. He's him. But there was a player, there is a player named Perfect Legend. Perfect Legend is a Mortal Kombat. He was really, he's still really good. I'm gonna give this man his flowers. He's still really good. Right. But he talked mad trash. <laughs> when Sonic Fox was on his way up, Perfect Legend pretty much was talking crazy about, oh, this character's mid, this character's garbage. And then Sonic Fox said, yo, I'll beat you first to 10. He ends up beating Perfect Legend 10-0. It was wow. bad. But I don't know what happened. Maybe Perfect Legend's ego got too much. He was like, yo, I could beat you in the next five rounds. They did another first to five, and it was 0 to 15. You'll never see that. In no. any other game. At some point, Blizzard Activist was like, ah, oh, white, white flag, oh, call a goddamn match. Call a goddamn match. Perfect the Legend had a long ride home. <laughs> he had a long, yeah, he's. Bro, even to this, Perfect Legend was literally a perfect legend up until that fateful day. And perfect now, no legend. matter what he says, he could be giving you good advice. He could be telling you, yo, Jesus is coming down tomorrow. And someone's going to be like, but you still got 0 and 15. 0 and 15. He's never going to live it down. That sucks. That sucks. Your whole career comes out to this one because he was winning toward he was one of the most decorated people, but he can't go online and get out of pocket even this much because somebody in that comment is gonna be like, Well, that's why you got first to fifth, you got zero. <laughs> you did it to you, yourself, perfect. You did it to you'll yourself. You'll never brother. find that anywhere else in any other sort of esport. And it kind of makes me sad, but at the same time, I get it. I get it. Because I've also seen some wild stuff in fighting games. People scream, like if I'm playing. The last thing I want you to do is be like, Natana, you suck! Ah! You're like, yo, bro, like. <laughs> I'm just sitting there. <laughs> like, I'm trying to press, but why are you screaming in my ear? Like, oh, just like, oh. Okay. <laughs> but then, you, you can't lose. You can't lose after you do it all that. Because if you lose, if I was Nick Tanner, after you screaming, Natana, you suck! I'm bossing up. I said, what now? What? <laughs> you're getting in my, my grill no cookout i get it yeah. i'm bossing up you better not and don't let me get a perfect game off your boss oh yeah <laughs> this is the energies is so different it's so different with evo mass so I'll, I'll definitely be uh i'll definitely be tuning in for sure guys let us know if you will be tuning into evo um, are you gonna be playing Evo? Are you gonna go be a quote-unquote pop monster which is someone's like i'm gonna win evo you put your money in and you get old tooed let us know in the comments, super chat, KYN chat. Moving right along on this news, we have more Nintendo stuff. This mess, this video comes courtesy. I'm watching the playback of me talking to you and why I just did this. And it looks so. Oh, you're a square. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're watching, if you're watching this live, you gotta like always be like on your toes because you never know when Cresta's gonna. I mean, not really. This is my it's my last day. So you got to be on your toes because I'm giving the spirit of Cresta to Nick Tana, Shambhala. <laughs> so the next Nintendo Direct is going to be not about Nintendo games, but the Super Mario movie. On February 22nd, Nintendo announced that the scheduled Direct for March 9th will not be about games. But it will be about the Super Mario Brothers movie. This is an old trailer, but they're going to be releasing a new trailer. You got Barrio, Barrio, Mario, Bowser, Luigi, Peach, Toad, Yoshi. Um, are you excited? Do you think Nintendo Direct should be about games and not just the movie? Or can it be a possibility to do both, Nintendo? I think they should do both. I, I definitely think this is a good tactic for them because I feel like this movie is going to be one of the bigger ones this year. And I'm already excited. I'm already 
Uh, I'm going to be taking my son to go see the movie. So I'm already ready. I'm all in. Um, I just don't know like how long it is, what they're going to show. They did have a little clip where they had a bunch of characters on Rainbow Road and stuff like that. Oh, so I don't know if they're going to show like a little snippet of that. Um, I just don't know how long it's going to be, what they're going to show. But I mean, in general, I think that this is a good tactic for them because not everything does have to be about games. And uh -huh. they're just giving you more information about one of the biggest movies that's going to be coming out this year. And I mean, it's Mario. Who doesn't love Mario? I mean, everybody's going to lock in to see what their biggest earner of the franchise is going to be doing. So the because, only gossip, yeah. go ahead. No, you're fine. You're fine. Go ahead. The only backlash I've I've seen about the movie is just Chris Pratt's voice. Like literally, because people are so used to it. It's to me, a Mario. And I'm like, he could I I feel like you could have tried, Chris. I don't want to hear Mario sound like a regular person. I felt at, at first I was like uh, with the uh the the crew, the leading cast or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was kind of iffy. I'm like, okay, this seems like I thought it was kind of like a joke at first. I'm seeing all these like these big like you see Jack Black, and yeah. You're like, okay. Okay, and it's like, but he does, he's going to do a really good Bowser. I think he'll do fine. And then yeah. same thing with like Chris Pratt. I think seeing a little bit of the trailer and then at the end of the first trailer where he goes like, Yahoo. I mean, like, it's not like what you would think, but I mean, it's a movie for, we got to think about who the audience is. It's True. I feel like it's mainly going to be for kids, you know? I want to be a big kid too. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like it will be like, it will be okay. I think like if we all just take a and relax like it will all yeah. be fine when the movie comes out i mean you, like we saw the trailer the movie looks absolutely beautiful the art that's been doing that they've been doing for the uh the announcements like the movie posters and stuff look absolutely incredible uh yeah. the animation looks great i think the last thing i'm really worried about is chris, chris pratt's voice um it is a little odd but i mean at the end of the day we got to remember it's for the kids man we gotta that's for the true. kids they don't i feel like they might not have like a really a mindset of like how Mario sounds. We might do because we've been playing the games for so long, True. but I, I, don't, I feel like Mario's never really talked in any of the games, to be honest. I mean, there, I think I did, I don't know if I did this show with you, but there was a Super Mario live action kids show and there was a cartoon and almost everything. I think the original voice actor is still alive too. Everything is to me, a Mario. And like, it's right. very, I can also see how like that could be offensive to Italian people because <laughs> that's what I'm saying that out loud. I'm like, that might be a little offensive, you know, like, yes, it's Mario, but at the same time, my name could be Mario in 2023. You think I talk like that? Ah, nah, nah, I don't talk like that. I don't talk like exactly. that. <laughs> I don't talk like that. I'm a regular human being. I just wanted to believe, much like us fans we did with the Sonic movie, how we bullied them into changing Sonic's face. We could bully them into changing Chris Pratt's voice. It's a, it's a little like I I think it's a little close down the line, but I, I'm at least I'm at least glad that they switched up the Sonic stuff because yeah, look, we, how, look how much better they made it. Like the first Sonic, the everybody, shit out of it. <laughs> they were on Twitter like, all right, guys, <laughs> we're getting cooked. We are getting cooked. Fricassee. <laughs> Everyone cooked that first Sonic Man. case. And I don't think it was bad, but it was so far from the original. Like, we don't want an actual hedgehog. Right. What is wrong with you? They had to sit down in the meeting room. They were like, <laughs> oh, we are getting cooked on Twitter. We need to make a change. All right. So <laughs> let's scrap it all. Let's start over. I think I kind of feel like, because that was very fast for them to just change Sonic's face from an animated hedgehog to duh, 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 duh. I feel like they had it in the back pocket like listen if shit goes left we don't know how they're going to take this and video game fans are rabid right we're going to put this out if they like it if they don't we got this in our backpack because I, I cannot imagine what the animators were like ladies and gentlemen they hate the Sonic draw <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a big it, it, dude you know we got to think about how big of a leap that is for him though like sonic has never been that realistic before so agreed never. It's a step. not it's a even step. it's a step so even if they are wrong they're like all right all right relax we'll fix it we'll fix yeah, just, it yeah we fucked up all right you got it you got it <laughs> you gotta do the muscle my fall hands we're good we're good we're good all right we'll fix it relax we got it what do you guys think about the Mario movie? Do you think there's still time to bully Chris Pratt into changes? Chris is already getting her Twitter fingers all riled up. She's going to be. I got nothing but free time. I'm kidding. <laughs> For all the time in the world. This Saturday is going to be great. 
I decided I'm going to be in training. Next, by this time next week, Saturday is going to be my training class. Oof. <laughs> head, yeah. bobblehead, and everything. Yeah, <laughs> Guys, let us know what you think of the new Super Mario Brothers movie. Also, what do you think about Nintendo Direct not being directly about games? Leave us a super chat, KYN chat, or regular chat. We'll read it on air. I also want to shout out if I go over to the comments. Barrington Chattington, you have been in here. Oh, wrong chat. You have been in here since the very beginning. Cresta Tana, I love that. Thank I love you so that. much, Chattington Barrington. I'm You've tweeting really that after the show. Yeah, we appreciate you, man. We appreciate everybody that watched live and after the show, man. So thank you guys for all the support that you guys give us for real. So um, I've seen a lot of comments from other past shows and stuff too. Trust me, I do. Make mm -hmm. sure that you guys are entertained and stuff. And you guys are having a good time. So seriously, thank you guys so much. I, I, me and Cresta really do appreciate all of your guys' support. So, you guys are the realest. First things first, you're the realest. Um, <clears throat> ooh, woo! <laughs> that was a hot one. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what meant to come out, but gas <laughs> is what you got. Get it out and don't pay rent. It don't pay rent. Um, this one comes in courtesy of our young Nick Tanner. I hope I say this um, gentleman's name right. Kai Sanat or... There you go. Okay, Kai Sanat reaches subscription milestone. The popular Twitch streamer Kai Sanat reached over 200,000 subscribers on the platform. Kai has used this platform for more representation of African-American streamers and trying to improve the lack of diversity in the industry. He is one of three streamers ever to surpass the 200,000 Twitch subscribers, with the other two being Ninja and Ludwig. He achieved this goal on February 24th, 21st, and as of the 24th, he hit 220,000 subscribers while asleep on stream. Mm -hmm. Nick Tana, will we ever be this great on our stream? What's happening? What are we doing wrong? <laughs> the first step for us to be this great, man, make sure you guys hit the subscribe button for one. Make sure you guys comment and tell a friend. That's how we could get to Kaisenat numbers. Seriously. Yeah. Thank you. Tell your tell your mom, tell your brother, tell your friends, tell anybody word of mouth does help. She got an iPad. Make her a Twitch account. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Just give it to your grandma. She'd be like, oh, oh, Nick's live again. Nick and Krista's live again. Oh. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, <laughs> in all serious, man, like Kai Sanat, he's always been a uh, a great content creator. I used to watch him a lot when he was in AMP and stuff like that. I'm just uh I'm proud to see the um the the goals he's reaching and all the progress he's made um, and everything that he's doing for the platform. He's, he's always been very adamant and very um, open about tweeting out the Twitch and saying that the representation for African-Americans hasn't been the greatest on Twitch and they actually listen and respond. I mean, I mean, you should, this man is bringing you a lot of money, a lot of viewers on the platform. 200,000 Twitch subs is absolutely insane. That's if we awesome. compare, if we compare that to the other two Ninja and, Ludwig. Uh, Ludwig, like Ludwig, he is he's one of the best to do it in the game. And Ninja, we everybody knows Ninja. Every like yeah. literally, you could everybody knows Ninja. That's all I gotta say. Like I even if like you Ninja, don't game, you know Ninja. Yeah, I feel you like know Ninja. Ninja. Really put Twitch on the map. Even right. like if you don't game and you were a layman, Ninja put Twitch on. We the got map. we got to remember when Ninja was out there and he literally had a night where he was streaming with Drake, Travis Scott, Juju Smith. And it was like, that's, that's what everybody was like, Oh, this is what Twitch is. And it puts him on the map. But Kai Sinat, he, he is an entertainer and he really does a lot of great stuff for the platform. And I'm just, I'm just glad to see him succeed and stuff like that. Very funny dude. And I'm it's, it's great to see. It's great to see that he achieved his dream. And it even like increasing that sub goal while he's sleeping, bro. The people love him. The people love him. So I'm just, I'm glad to see it. It's a good thing for him. Good thing for Twitch. And I really wanted to talk about it because it's a great goal. It's a great goal to achieve. Think about that. 200,000 yeah. subs. Like he, it could, it, it, who knows? It could keep going on. It's only the 25th too. It could yeah. keep on just going up and going up. You never know. He could be the I number think, one. I think that stuff like this is really, regardless of what your race is, is really inspiring that if you want to be a content creator, that it is possible for you to do something. I barely crack 20 subs. So mm -hmm. to have it KO Ken times 10, you know, is ridiculous. You'd be able like, just looking from some of his past VODs for doing research for this uh, story, you were able to buy yourself a comfortable, nice little house before you hit 200,000. You mm -hmm. got your whole family involved. If we play, I'm going to play the video one more time. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about his uncle in the corner just not caring? Oh, boy, <laughs> over here just not. Everybody's celebrating except this one guy who's like, okay. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I was locked in homeboy on the back of the hoverboard. He was like, oh! <laughs> still had more Riz than old boy sitting in the chair just like. <laughs> but I do like that he includes his family. And this is a family affair. And I think, especially after like last year with the hate raids and people just raiding people, if you were a person of color or you were queer, or you presented to them any way besides what they think you should be, it right. was so messed up. And to see someone like this rise up out of that, fantastic. I love this. I think it's great. I think it gives hope to other um, streamers too, that you don't have to just look like Ludwig or Ninja. You could look like Kai. And that opens the door for so many other people. I... Listen, I get watching streams is tough because the viewers who watch YouTube are not necessarily the viewers that watch live stuff. But the fact that you can accrue so many subs and make a living off of it, hats off to you, mama, because I wish I could. Come on, I man. Know, right. That, and you, wow. You're your own boss on top of that. That's the best part. Right. Like, you got to make these goals. You got to do this script. You got you just show up and be like, bent. <laughs> mm -hmm. i'll stream what i want i'll play what i want i'll do what i want right i mean it's it's it's, it's a it should be a big inspiration to a lot of people that do want to be content creators to Agreed. just say do it just do it yeah, honestly go out there and be it. great um what do you guys think about this do you are you going to start streaming do you can you get to 200,000 subscribers can you we're getting to 200,000 can you help crest the star nick tan and get to 200,000 subscribers what's going on <laughs> i'm ready to have our, i'm ready to have our families in the back like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> i feel like we're, we're both gonna have like an uncle or all just gonna be sitting there like like what's going on <laughs> what is happening oh it's happening okay cool turn up let's rage let's, let's rage. rage um this is the part where i say guys let us know what you think um are you streaming what's going on do you are you now gonna watch um Kai Sinat? Kai Sinat? I hope I said it right. I hope I said yeah, it right. Yeah, you got it. I keep feeling like I'm butchering this man's name. You're good. Okay. Work. Now on to my favorite segment. Da -da -da. Is this news? Juice! <laughs> Honestly, ah, I'm stealing this. I'm taking this to my show. Wherever I decide to do a show, I'm, I'm stealing this. Is this news? <laughs> Shout out to Nick Tana for finding this story. <laughs> At first, I thought it was true because I keep seeing other things, but nothing has officially been confirmed. So apparently, mm -hmm. you can get Diablo 4 beta access early for digitally ordering KFC in March. The double down wants to double down and drag you all the way to hell, along with your <laughs> cholesterol and your diabetes. Um <laughs> And I'm going to read you guys verbatim what Nick Tanner wrote. Yeah, we said that right because who doesn't want a good crawling dungeon like a KFC double down sandwich? No, this is not an ad. <laughs> According to Reddit user Thunderclaw. Now, this is what is on Reddit. I'm going to, we're going to take it real slow. Okay. This man got this thing. Apparently it was like, guess you can get the double down. Oh, sorry, wrong one. Wrong thing. Here we go. This is what he got. <laughs> we just click it stuff. This is what he got. The double down, for those of you who don't know, originally started off as a meme in the early 2000s to talk about how overindulgent Americans are. That we would put two patties, that would be our bread, with bacon, sauce, and cheese in the middle because we're so fat that we would eat it. Mm -hmm. KFC did it as a meme, but it got so popular that they keep bringing it back. So, you know, sometimes art imitates life and life imitates art. So, the user Thunderclaw put this up on, on uh, not Twitter, on Reddit, Reddit, saying that you can get the double down. And then if you um, order between these two, you'll get um, free access to Diablo 4 for the beta. Um, Nick Tana, <laughs> are you buying a double down to play some Diablo? <clears throat> give me a give me a Mountain Dew with it. I'm I'm, I'm gonna need something to wash down that crispy that crispy sandwich. <laughs> Dude, okay, 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 okay. I need y'all to hear me out. All right, that sandwich looks absolutely terrifying. All right, but here we play games, and if I gotta get the double down to see if I want to play Diablo Four, I gotta get the double down. I thought this was so funny when I saw this, and I've literally been talking to all my friends. I was like, look it up. 
Look it up. The sandwich. I was like, I'm downloading the mobile app right now. We can't confirm if it is news, but I will confirm that Nick Tan is getting the sandwich. All right. I need someone to chip in with the, with the, with the Mountain Dew. Cause it's going to be hard washing down that sandwich. It's, that thing looks crispy. Crispy and greasy. I had to double down one time because it's because back in the day you had everyone has to see what it's about kind of like the mcrib <laughs> i don't eat about fries yeah you have yeah. to try it yes oh uh-huh, of course it's good for the first bite then it's just very overwhelming because it's grease oh yeah and i bet it's <laughs> huge too like i mean they're not playing dude it's oh. huge in the sense of it's like um you ever had one of those McDonald's the biscuits that they have in the morning? So it's, it's, yeah. it's girthy, if you will. Yeah. It's a girthy sandwich. Girthy, girthy sandwich. You hear it here, y'all. Girthy sandwich. <laughs> but honestly, that's that's high cholesterol. Again, I don't eat pork, so I would get it with no bacon. But whatever sauce I got in the middle is so... I would play. I would get it just to play Diablo. Then I'm splitting that sandwich eight ways, <laughs> so we yeah. all don't get high cholesterol. I'm not going to do it half and half. We'll split the play time for sure. At <laughs> <Like, laughs> that point, man, I just I just want to play the game. I just wanted to throw it in there because that's just like the if we are going to stick on the theme of gaming gone weird, I think that's ordering weird. a sandwich with two pieces of chicken in between, like or in be- whatever in between, bro. I'm just. We got to keep it weird. I'm- that sounds like something you would play. That sounds like something you would make if you're playing a game about cooking and you don't right. know anything about cooking. <laughs> Crazy. I, uh, I'll be trying it. I'll be trying it. But uh, We know Nick Tan is trying it. We know Chattington Berry is trying it. <laughs> I was a Caribbean staple. We know you're trying it. Everything going to be in the dungeons. He's going to be crawling. He's going to be crawling. Yay. He knows the worth. He knows the worth of the double now. Listen, even again, even if you don't eat it, I feel like if you split it in half and cut it in half, you could feed like four people. Right. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let us know if you are going to be trying the double down. And are you going to be getting the double down to double down on your profits for Diablo? I don't know. I just, I tried. I tried. I feel it. I feel it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on to our main topic. This show is going to run a lot late because Crest is feeling the fantasy. We already have 47 minutes and we're just now starting our main topic. Who right. knows? We'll see. It is Black History Month as we end it out. And we're going to be talking about great Black history things, weird Black history things. And um, shout out to Nick Tana for sipping his totes. Nick Tana said Black History Month does not scare me because I am a fierce Brock ally. It does not. Period. So the first thing we're going to get into is this game that I saw many, many, many moons ago. And I thought it was a meme. Apparently, it was. This game was created by developer Momo Pixel because she, like most Black women, does not like when strangers randomly touch her hair. This is something so common that Momo Pixel, as she was scripting it out like in a game jam or whatever it is, they were like, this could be illustrated better in a game. And yes, I have a clip because yes, I played it. This is my gameplay. Now, the whole premise of the game is you are a black woman minding your business and people are trying to touch your fucking hair. Like, quit <laughs> touching me. Where are your Like, yeah. what is this? Whether you are a black woman or not, I have more time to spam in the buttons trying to swipe people's hair. Because it's like, whether you're black or not, personal space, don't touch people. Right. Second of all, this is really funny. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you. The only people that are allowed to touch my hair is my wife. And she had to she had to be with me for 10 years during that privilege. All right. Right. You got it. But like, why? Like, why are you like, get back? (laughs) It's funny because I'm sitting on the phone with my wife and because my son wanted to call me while they were uh, they were in the line at McDonald's or whatever. Mm -hmm. They were asking me if I want some. And then they're, they're, I'm sitting here spamming the left and right. Cause you got to press the left and right triggers. Uh-huh. I'm sitting here spamming it. Will's like, what are you doing dad? I'm like, I was like, I'm swatting hands. I was like, get off me, get off get me, off get me. off me, get off me, get off me. But I didn't really like, I'm sitting here spamming. I got stuck on the third level and I'm like, I can't get off. I, I can't, I can't win. I can't win. I'm just randomly pressing buttons and swatting hands away. It's so <laughs> sad that this had to come out of this. I unfortunately have been a victim of this. I used to have like these really long Senegali twists that would be multicolored because Raver Girl, ah. And people mm-hmm. like, I like your hair. Whoa, did you just oh. pet me? Did you just, 
Whoa! The amount of people that I hear like tweet about that, like even with like tattoos, like, oh, I like your tattoos. Like, get off of me. Like, what is like, wrong you? with you? <laughs> Why are you, you touching people? <laughs> <laughs> the movements are just that's dead dead staring at the camera. Yeah, and it's it's the oh my god, I have to deal with this again face. Right. <laughs> Spoiler alert, if you haven't played the game, third level is the airport. You can imagine how many people are touching your hair at the airport. So. Dude, it's like, don't, like, beyond black and white, don't touch people. Don't right. Do, I even see people do that with little kids. Oh, he's so cute. Why are you touching my kid? Come here, Come here Will. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like, you can admire from afar. You can say, your hair looks nice, or those tattoos are cool. The moment you're like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. You don't know me. I could have scabies, which is a flesh-eating disease, and here you are trying to pet me? Right. Hands don't to yourself, me. people. Keep your hands to yourself, people. There's a lesson to be learned here. Don't touch people. Consent is sexy, and that goes beyond just intercourseual. Mm-hmm. And I will Don't make sure me. I will make sure who is ever uh, doing the comments for this uh, this podcast. Make sure you guys put the link in the description for the game because you literally can just click on the link and play the game, and it's a fun experience. It's a free to play game, yeah. and I think it is a great lesson on consent. Right. <laughs> don't touch people. Like no matter if it's a boy girl, hair. don't touch them. Off the you, hair. So there is a cultural significance to, especially with black people and their hair, because back in slavery. They had petting zoos and there weren't animals in there. There were people like Cresta in there. And one of the things they would do, oh, your hair is so curly. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. So you you learned something today. If you didn't know that, ladies and gentlemen, you'll learn something today. Right. Don't touch people's hair. Don't touch people. Ask or just be like, you look great and keep it pushing. Yeah, nothing like it. Just a good compliment. Wave, walk away. You're good. A good compliment will boost someone's ego to the moon. At, <laughs> at most, let's give out knuck, knuckle touches. Psh, walk away. Walk away. We're good. Like, Nick Tanner, your haircut is amazing. Keep it up, playboy. That's it. Your, your hair looks good, too, Cresta. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. There you go. Lessons. Lessons. We're dropping. We drop gems for the podcast. Get it real, man. Come on. Guys, let us know if you're gonna be playing hair or not. It's free. We are going. I I will try my hardest to put the link in the description. I don't yes. know if it's the same link that from here, but if I have access, I'll do it. Okay. So yes, definitely play hair or not. It's a good. It is a good game on not touching people. Speaking of a good game on lessons, every every game that I have here, there's only two games. So I'm gonna keep it simple with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lesson to it. This next game is called Before I Forget. And I tried to demo this, and I started feeling wow bad. Mm-hmm. This game is a game developed by Threefold Games. Um, this game is really sad. Like I said, in this game, the player controls someone in the early stages of dementia. It is a great game in empathy, especially for things we take for granted with our parents, like going to the bathroom, opening the door. Is this the right door? Stuff like that. Um, I'm not crying. You're crying. Uh, I never had an adult like my grandma or my mother have dementia, but my uncle's mom does. And if you've never, it's it's rough. It's rough seeing someone who used to be like, happy birthday to Santa Terza. Nice to meet you. It's, it's really sad. And I think that games like this will really teach people empathy because things that we take for granted, like I said, just turning on and off the light, going to go get um, a fork out of the, the kitchen. You'd be like, oh, I'm hungry. I want to eat. Imagine going in there and legitimate, not that, haha, I forgot why I came in here for, but like, where am I? Whose house is this? Uh, not to bring it down, but what do you think about this game, Nictana? Um, I watched the de- I watched the uh, the video on Steam, and I actually read a lot about it, and it definitely is a sad game, uh, but a very interesting game at that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one thing I do like about the game, um, if we're going to keep it on a positive note, is um, I do like that it does kind of teach people who don't really know like what dementia is like. It's kind of yeah. like teaching you firsthand because you are this character and you do not remember anything. And it's like you got to take little notes and you got to take little things you see and kind of react from that. Um, one thing I do like about the game as well is in the description, it's at most an hour or two. Yeah. And this is from the people that developed the game saying that. So they kept it short. They just want you to understand the story, sit down one time, play it, get an understanding. And I, I thought that was a very cool for a game. Like, look, we're going to put out a game. 
two hours. You're going to be able to sit down and play this one Mm -hmm. time, learn a little something, get a little story out of it, play through it and enjoy it. But um, I saw this game and it was very interesting and it is very sad to think about. I've, I've never um, had to deal with something like that in my life. And I hope I don't have to, but it is, it is definitely something to think about that you usually don't, but just don't take it for granted. I do like games like this that there's a lesson and it's sad to think about dementia, but even if we're going further, it's even sadder to think about like mental illness and how taboo sometimes it is to talk about it, mm-hmm. especially like dementia when you get older. Cause sometimes it comes for us all. You get real old, you mm-hmm. take care of your parents and then your parents forget who you are. Like y'all have been with you for the past, my whole life, you know? So I, there's a game I think like this as well called cat lady. But I think she goes on a murderous spree. I could be thinking of a different game. Never mind, actually. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but I do think that games that explore mental illness in a way where it's, like you said, an hour at most. It's a short game. You go right on through. But you'll get to experience it. Like, I wanted to include in that clip the one which she had, where they had the writing on the wall. Because I'm like, that that spoke to me. Because it's like, I cannot imagine having something like that. And then everything is just distorted. So she's like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? It's... Empathy is something everyone could learn because you don't yes. know what you don't know. And yes. when you see it through somebody else's eyes or experience it yourself, you might be like, damn, maybe I'll be a nicer person. True. We love nice people here. And nice people leave super chats at KY. I'm kidding. I had to lighten the mood. I had to lighten the mood just a little bit. I had to lighten the mood just a little bit. <laughs> Guys, let us know if you'll be playing before I forget on Steam. Like you said, it's like maybe an hour, hour and a half most. It's a puzzle side-scroller sort of situation. Kind of like in the sense of um, you got to find stuff to open up a door, whatever it is. And the dialogue is... um is very West Indian, at least to me. So if you got a grandma or a West Indian auntie who tells you to go get something out the Frigidaire, you know, <laughs> this will be right up your alley. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Like I said, super chat, KYN chat, comment. I think this is the last thing. Yes, this is the last thing. Guys, we, we are going to end in an hour. Mm, mm, mm. Now, <laughs> I wanted to include this. Because I was crowdsourcing ideas. I was stunned. Because I'm like, I wanted to find more games that not were just indie games and not just like the overpopular. Um, my friend, Koros Kiros, Krilla with the Skilla, suggested this gentleman here, Mike Pond Smith. And I did not know who he was. Mm-hmm. This guy, he designed, he's been designing games since he was a kid, which eventually led him to work at California Computer Company, which is now defunct. He worked as a graphic designer on some of their advertising and marketing materials, including for Ultima. He eventually made the shift to pen and paper tabletop games where he discovered the science fiction game Traveler. With science fiction genre in his back pocket, it led him to create many tabletop fantasy games, including Cyberpunk, 2020, which is the spiritual predecessor or the actual predecessor to Cyberpunk 2077, where he acted as a consultant for the game. Um, I did not know that. I was shocked, gooped, and gagged, Mm -hmm. but I do think that it's really freaking dope that he essentially is one of the pioneers of dystopian science fiction future. Tana, what do you think about it? Did you know that? I did not know that until I read the article and I sat there um, before the show and I read up on him and I was very interested to see the stuff that he actually participated in and the whole cyberpunk thing that was the spiritual, Mm -hmm. that was the, the, uh, the inspiration for 2077. So that was very cool. And just reading about him and when he was playing Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. And he's like, ah, this fantasy thing isn't for me. And then he kind of made it his own. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, it's a dope little thing to read, man. So especially back then in the day, like I always count my blessings to say that I'm of age now where the internet is full swing. And I've seen the internet from the mud, you know, since Netscape, since they were sending you AOL to get online Mm -hmm. to see it now where everything's accessible. Now imagine when there was no internet. So if you wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons, it was tabletop. It was only tabletop. It was only this. So for him to make a name out of it and then to see your child, Cyberpunk 2020, because come on, 2020 probably looks nothing like Cyberpunk 2020. I, I know what 2020 looked like. It was it was dystopian, but it wasn't like that. <laughs> we yeah, all, we, were, we were there for 2020, and it wasn't nothing crazy. <laughs> no cybernetics, no. just the plague. <laughs> just that's the plague. Not, that's what I know. 
I was so in my then, house in 2020. I'll tell you so that. So for that to be like, for you to be like, oh, this is what's going to be in 2020. And then it's like, okay. And then for 2077 to come out, literally the, the child of that. Mind blown. Mm -hmm. Very interesting indeed. I, I'm definitely going to keep up reading on them. I didn't get through everything um, on the links that you sent, but mm -hmm. nah, I definitely want to keep up with them because it, it is an interesting story for sure. And he was a pioneer to it all. So I like him. I like him. I I have always been fascinated with people like who are developers, regardless of race. But I think that it's always more interesting when you are not quote unquote cishet white. Mm -hmm. And then you do something that people are like, oh, this is great. And then you find out who they are. It's like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes we take for granted that we assume everything is laid out for everyone. And mm -hmm. to see someone from a diverse background, or even even not so much a diverse background, because I'm I'm not even gonna sit up here and lie. When I when I first read Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling's personal views aside, right. I thought this came from someone who was maybe an other a minority. Because your your whole thing is like, yo, I want to help people, power, friendship, and all that good stuff. So yeah. I could understand if you're not coming from coming from a diverse background to do something that uh that is different. Well, what do you think uh Nick Tana? It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. I'm 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 definitely um intrigued with everything he did and a lot of stuff that he put in and it's it's cool when you find out the people that actually do these accomplishments and work mm -hmm. on these titles and stuff like that and who they really are and this is great to see. It's great to see. Yeah, no, it's great. And it makes me want to to look up more about some of the, the games that I play now to see where they say, like, who's a spiritual predecessor? Right. Where did this come from? You know what I mean? That's what I would like to do a lot more, too, because there's so many games that I love. Mm -hmm. And you might like be like, man, this story is great. This gameplay is great. But like a lot of people that you see in the credits that you want to skip 99 percent of the time that sometimes games will let you sometimes don't. But a lot of people that do work on that and inspired you to play this mm -hmm. great game you don't even know so it might be nice to do research and to see what other stuff they put out and enjoy that as well so yeah guys are you gonna be looking at different developers did you learn something today i learned something doing this script i hope you guys Thank learned you. something too i learned a lot today man learned a lot i am going to hand this over to nick tana for the last time <sighs> nick tana <sighs> where can they find you on the internet because we are at the end of our show. My last show here. Nitana, where can they find you? Before I tell you guys where you can find me, Cresta, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for bringing me on and under your wing for a lot of stuff. I do hit up Cresta for a lot of stuff, and she's taught me a lot, so um, she will be missed. But I will be keeping in contact with you, and maybe we'll have our own little segment where we'll have Cresta on the Is, is, uh, is It News segment. We'll My face We'll put her on the horse. Trust me. We'll put her on. We'll put her on. Uh, we'll put her on the TV or something. We'll put her somewhere. We will retire Jules's face and put there her on a picture frame in the background. Yeah. And then my face. Hey, I gotta put it up just one more time. Just one more time for the one. One time for the one time. I feel like we could put her. Yeah, I feel like the TV would be a great spot. Or we might just retire. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll but put Jules' face in the background. There we on go. A, in, a, in, a, in a photo frame, and now my face is will is where there Jules will be. <laughs> Man, so just um big shouts to Cresta and everything she does, man. Um, but if you guys do want to uh look further into what I do, guys, my name is Nick Tana. Uh, I love everything in all gaming, guys. You guys know that. If you guys want to see me play video games live, you guys could de definitely check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash you love Nick Tana, where I stream Tuesday, Thursdays, Friday, and Saturday. Right now, we are working on Hogwarts. If you want to see everything I worked on in the past. Check me out on YouTube where I do gaming reviews. I also do have, have gameplay videos and all that good stuff. And then if you want to keep up with everything I do, uh, just look me up on Twitter at you love Nick Tana. You guys can see that down below. And um, yeah, I appreciate everybody being here and uh, all the love and support that you guys give, man. Um, I want to see some hearts in the comments for Cresta. So uh, show her some love, guys, because uh, she does do a lot for you guys. So I appreciate it. Guys, I'm going to try to not cry. For real, um, I want to say thank you, Nick Tana. Thank you, Jules. And thank you, Jimmy, for trusting me with this. Um, this is one of the first shows I've ever produced and hosted. And, and it... Y'all, I'm a gangster. Gangsters don't cry, Cresta. They don't. They, they don't. don't. They don't. But I really care about this show. And I, it means a lot to me that you guys see the hard work. And I'm, 
I'm leaving my baby. <laughs> I'm leaving my baby at the bus stop with Nick Tanner. <laughs> um, hopefully I could come back in the future. Oh, I can't believe I'm crying in the club right now. This is hopefully I could come back in the future or something because like this means a lot to me. And I really, again, I cannot stress enough. Thank you, Jimmy, so much for trusting me. Thank you, Nick Tanner, for coming on late and i'm sorry we, we went three stops and i'm like uh, good luck nerd she said three episodes she's like all right buddy been good like oh man oh this sucks but i do love and appreciate you guys thank you so much for tuning in every saturday because like oh i don't care i'm crying y'all taking me y'all taking me today <laughs> it because like People make shows every day, B, on YouTube, and some of you guys are here every Saturday, no matter who it is. So please give Nick Tana the same amount of love you gave me. Again, I cannot thank you, Nick Tana. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jules, for doing this with me. If you want to keep up with your girl while she does muggle things, <laughs> Mondays and Wednesdays, you can find me on twitch.tv slash star. On Thursdays, you can find me for the post impact show, and Saturdays, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak in. <laughs> I'm tapping in. Let me you in. Let me in. Box in the corner, like I'm here. <laughs> Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> um. So I, ah, man, this, woof, woof, guys, this is my last gaming gone weird, and I really appreciate you guys for keeping it weird but making this really special. Um, I'm gonna give Nick Tana all of my notes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, last time for the one time, it's your girl, Cresta Star, with your boy, Nick Tanner. We are signing off. See you next week. I won't, but Nick Tanner will. And hopefully you keep it weird, you keep it cute. But most importantly, you take care of yourself and each other. You ready to get out of here, Nick Tanner? I'm ready to get out of here. Love you guys, man. Thank you guys for everything. Thank you guys for everything. I'll see you in the funnies, and we'll see you next time. Gaming Gone Weird. Bye. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.